Hey everybody, I'm Jane, and I'm with my friend Sarah, and you're listening to the Medium Curious Podcast, the show that brings the magic of mediumship to the mainstream. We are two normal moms with normal lives who have had amazing, amazing experiences with mediumship. And we want to make this topic more accessible and relatable. We want to take away the stigma and the fear and share all the stories so you can find the magic in your own lives. We're going to talk about how normal mediumship is and how normal it is to hear from your loved ones. We're going to talk about techniques to make connection easier, and we're going to bring on other mediums and experts, and we're going to just regale you with all the synchronicities as they unfold. And we're even going to offer free readings to you, our listeners, so that you can see the magic that we get to see as we do this in our daily lives. So you want to get into it? Yeah. What are we talking about today, Sarah? So we want to share with you how we came online as mediums. So we kind of classified mediums into two different buckets. <laughs> we have We've decided. We've decided <laughs> that there's the natural born mediums like Tyler Henry and Laura Lynn Jackson, who uh, saw spirit as kids, thought it was normal, thought everybody could see spirit like that, or the surprise medium who didn't know that mediumship was a possibility, who didn't even know that, you know, we're spirit. And found out that, <laughs> you know, lo and behold, you can talk to your loved ones in spirit. Your loved ones, your friends' loved ones, your dogs, your pets, your iguanas. You could talk to anything that once walked this plane is available and online. So we're going to find them. So shall we jump in? Let's do it. Okay. So tell me, are you a natural born medium or are you a surprise medium? I'm totally a surprise medium. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. I had no idea. Actually, I really didn't think much about mediumship at all. I think really? most people come to mediumship if they aren't a natural born medium through an event of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. And and by event, do you mean like someone like crosses over? Like the loss over? of somebody. Yeah. 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 Or like yeah. A, a need. You know, there's a need to get in touch with somebody who's crossed over. I didn't even know that it was an option, quite honestly. Well, I had never been into woo at all. Um, I didn't even, you know, my only knowledge of mediums was, you know, fortune teller. You know, that's the that's the impression that I had about it. Um, and then um, my best friend lost her her oldest child, who was six and a half at the time. And he was best friends with my oldest child, who was also that age. And we we needed to know what happened to him. We kind of needed to to know how he was there one day and not the next. And how could someone be there and so present and so alive? And then completely gone the next. We didn't, we didn't know. Like I knew deep down that he wasn't gone, that he couldn't be gone. So we went looking for him and we did that through mediumship. And did you find him? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we found him. We know he's still here. Yeah. Even yesterday he was giving his mama some signs. So Beautiful. that's the, that's the beauty of knowing that. We exist beyond our physical, which is really like the biggest gift that mediumship has given me. 
So how long ago was that for you? So he passed in 2015. And I don't think it was until 2019 when I was at a course that you were giving. You're you're my neighbor. You were my neighbor at the time. And we had just discovered that you were a medium, which was very exciting to us. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I went in support of my friend who wanted to to take your mediumship class. I think she had set up the whole class. Um, and I was just like, yeah, sure, I'll go. I'll, I'll check it out. I want to see see what this is all about. I, I'll go. And I had no expectations whatsoever that I was going to be able to connect to spirit. Yeah. I remember you coming and you were like, yeah, you were like the friend. You were like, well, I love Eliza, so... I'm going to be here supporting. And then we had, you know, a whole day of mediumship class and exercises and right at the very end. Well, Well, I, we, you had everybody pair up with people and I was the, I, it was an uneven number of students and there was no one left for me to pair with. So you said, I'll take you. I was like, no, no, I'm with the teacher. <laughs> and I and I said, I'm so nervous. And I remember you saying, great, that's great. You can be nervous. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I closed my eyes. I it was so expansive for doing all of the meditation work that we had done earlier in that class. And just the energy in that class was so hopeful and warm and wonderful. And I closed my eyes and I was just like, okay, what am I sensing? And I saw a little head pop up in the corner. (laughs) And I told, I described it to you. I was like, okay, I, do you know, do you know someone who's bald? (laughs) And I can't even remember exactly what it was. And you knew him and I couldn't believe it. And I oh, think yeah. I brought it through some other things that I, I, you said, all of a I, sudden I, I knew these things. You were like, oh, this is, he's from the East Coast and he's, he's a scholar. And you said like really amazing evidence. You, you, you had like, so listeners, this was my ex boyfriend who left Earth, <laughs> I want to say 2014 ish. And God bless him. He died very young. He was only in his 40s. And I was pretty mad at him because, you know, we had uh, we had a situation that many couples do where I was furious with him. And so anytime he would come through in a medium sheep reading, I'd be like, go away, go away. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it sounds a little rude, but it's just true. And so because I I knew Sarah as the super cool mom. Like I've always thought Sarah was the coolest girl and she was like the pretty mom on the playground, you know, at school. And so I was like always kind of a little bit enamored with her. And so it was really fun to have her in my class. And then she's sitting across from me pulling in my ex-boyfriend. And so I was like, "Um, okay, fine, Kevin, you can come in. (laughs) And so he did. And he had, do you remember his message? Yeah, it was, it was funny. He felt sheepish to me. Which is also funny because I, I had never connected with anybody in spirit ever before, and <laughs> I, I could feel that he felt sheepish. And he and I said, "Okay, a message. Come and visit me sometime." Yes, exactly. It was something like that. He said, "Come and see me sometime." Kind of like, 
I don't know. It's Who like, was that? This doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make sense to you? I, I like, said a hundred percent. Because he knew at that point, he knew I could talk to spirits and he knew I was very much ignoring him. So he said, and it's very cute because he was a, a theater dude. He was a Shakespeare scholar and, and we were high school sweethearts and we had been in theater together and we had like this whole kind of show biz kind of whatever in common. So, so did, isn't that Mae West? I'd have to look it up, but yeah. you know, come and see yeah. me sometime is kind of like a charming thing to say. And I was like, oh, he would totally say that. But then you also brought in my grandmother, remember? Yes. Kind of Yeah. So you had like multiple spirits and we were squealing. Like we were kind of losing it. We were so excited that the other woman I was co-teaching with was getting annoyed because we were like <laughs> these two giggling girls in the corner. I could not believe how successful you were. I couldn't believe it. We were just it. delighted. Yeah. It, it was, was so a delightful fun. moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then you gave me a reading, which actually was super meaningful. Actually, you'd given me the reading first before I tried. But yeah, the whole experience was was so, just opened me wide up. Except for then I had to go home and drink a bottle of wine because <laughs> I was so... I felt so high. I felt so overwhelmed. I didn't quite know what to make of it. And I was just like, oh, I don't even know what to do with this. And, you know, had to go home and just bring it down a couple notches. Just bring it down a, a bottle's worth. And yeah. then I remember yeah. seeing you, like, I want to say a couple months later or how much later. Remember we, we were both chaperoning a, a school field trip to the... Um, oh, that's Right. And we sat on that like uncomfortable school bus together. School bus. Yep. And I full I of stinky. fifth grade kids. Yeah. Fifth graders. Yeah. And we and you told me about how you just kind of shook for a couple of days and how the whole thing just like kind of blew you open. Yeah. And I had no idea that that was even a possibility. But now that I've been doing this for a while, I know that everybody has this ability if if they are willing to work at it. I've found some ways to make it easier too. Okay. So we'll save the how to make it easy for another episode, but back to being a surprise medium. So that's an interesting thing though. Like you just said, anyone can do it, but I think that you're kind of a combo of a surprise medium and a natural born medium. Because when, when I sat with you and you were like, <laughs> here's your ex-boyfriend and here's like a bunch of really clear profound evidence like you knew where he was from you you knew oh gosh I'm gonna have to go back and look at my like journal but you had like four or five really amazing pieces of evidence and then you um and I had forgotten that he was bald because I thought of him as a kid with like all the hair <laughs> but yeah when he crossed over he had lost all of his hair and so he kept saying he's bald and I was like who's bald and so this is just and we'll talk about this a lot is like when a person is getting a reading sometimes the information that's coming through cannot land, even though it's 100% true. Because you're like, oh right. my, going, who's bald? I don't know. Well, so let's talk about that a little bit. Because when you brought through, when you reciprocated, actually, you started reading for me first. You brought through somebody on a motorcycle. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know anybody on a motorcycle. And you said, this hasn't, he feels like an uncle to me. And I was like, well, my uncle passed before I was born. Oh, but my dad rides a motorcycle. 
And then sure enough, like since I'd been practicing and all my practicing, my uncle comes through all the time with a motorcycle. It's like his symbol, even though he never rode a motorcycle. That was always his symbol after that. It's like, oh, yeah, that's my uncle who I never met, who died before I was born. But he's obviously there in spirit. And I think you brought through like a lot of details about my mom and dad's relationship, about uh, my dad being, you know, he was the first draft pick for Vietnam. You had no idea. Like you didn't know that I had an uncle that passed before I was born. And it just kind of, that kind of blew my mind too. Well, isn't that the scariest moment? To even know that he was there, that he's there watching me and he's been a part of my life. He gave some details about, oh, even even piecing together little details. So he was talking about a white helmet, a white helmet. He kept talking about this white helmet. And I didn't know at the time during the reading you were giving me what he was talking. I was like, is my dad's motorcycle helmet white? I don't know. I can't remember. But I was riding kids later, a couple weeks later. And my son, who's a crazy daredevil on a bike, has a white helmet and he did this crazy move where he rode up on onto the side of a bike path and he wiped out he had a big bad wipeout and it scared me and my uncle as i was hopped off my bike to go see if he was okay cuz he he landed hard mm. i went to go check on him i could flash in my head the white helmet back from the reading a couple weeks ago it's like oh my uncle's like still <laughs> letting me know that he's with me. Wow. And I I was able to connect the dots between the white helmet you said in the reading and my son riding his bike, wiping out. He was fine. He was totally fine. It just really shook me up. That's the and that's an example of how little bits from a reading, you don't know what they mean, but a cup, you know, if you hold on to it later on, it'll make total sense. Yeah, right. And so then for those of you who are either curious about getting a reading or curious about becoming a medium, surprise medium, or whatever kind of medium you might be, the thing that is super tricky and kind of fun about this craft is this massive amount of trust that's required. Because Mm. I'm talking about a white helmet and she's looking at me like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about, lady. And then I just have to keep going because I'm clearly seeing in my mind's eye, a white helmet, and I know I'm supposed to talk about it. And then ideally, you know, there would have been some clarity about exactly precisely what it was. But in the meantime, Sarah connected the dots weeks later or whatever the math was. So anyway, yeah, I agree. It's like, hold on to every spirit. Spirit knows what it's doing. Is You know, sort right. of what I keep learning over and over again as a medium. Spirit knows what it's doing. If the human in front of you doesn't know, that's okay. Because spirit knows. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Very, very cool. And also in that reading too, you brought through an ex-boyfriend of mine as well. And it was a very healing reading for me because I had I'd always kind of worried about him. Oh, um yeah. he had crossed, you know, a couple years before that. Oh, and it was just nice to know to hear from him. And I think what you brought through he had he had um had an accident and people weren't quite sure whether or not his crossing was intentional or not and in the reading you brought through that it was not intentional mm. 
And that actually was a very, that was an important thing for me to know. Mm. I'm not sure if you remember that reading or not, but. I'm just trying to um, look back in my mind to see if I could see it or disconnect to him. But so it was like, was it an overdose? It wasn't an overdose, but I think he was really high when it happened. Oh, that's right. That's right. It had something to do with, so that was the sort of tricky, like he had, he was like, I can take some ownership, but I didn't do it intentionally. And that's what, what people wanted to know was like, was it an actual suicide or was it, you know, did, did he die by suicide or did he just have a terrible accident? And Domino, the dog, and I want you to know that it was an accident. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Domino is piping in here. So Jane, are you a natural born medium? Are you a surprise medium? I know the answer to this. I'm pretty sure you're a natural born medium. <laughs> so you can ask the question and answer it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I guess that's truish. I, um, I've always been really into it and I didn't necessarily like, I feel like a lot of natural born mediums that I hear about you know, had been seeing dead people since they were six, you know, kind of thing, like sixth sense. But for me, I, um, I've always been really interested in supernatural, otherworldly, like the librarians at the, the library where I grew up in Houston would stack a bunch of books about witches. And if there were books about mediums that were like designed for the YA crowd, I would have been like all over it. So just any book about magic, or, yeah, I guess, is supernatural the right world or word? Yeah. So you were open to it. And open you knew and, what it was. And fascinated. And then in my 20s, mm. I have a family member who sort of introduced me to this world really pretty, in a pretty focused way. Like she taught me how to talk to my guides and she turned me on to this really amazing teacher who's a, a shaman and, and was br- brought up through the shaman tradition of Hawaii, which is actually where I live now. And so, so yeah, I have had um, multiple sort of encounters with these worlds and, but all the while, like building my career as a filmmaker and being that gal. But then um, exactly 10 years ago, I had an experience that, you know, made it really clear to me that this is what I am. I am a medium, but it wasn't until now that I actually came out as a medium. So, so unlike me, who was in a class taking a mediumship course, you saw spirit on your own without intentionally yes. trying to. Exactly. So that yeah. that was, yeah. And how like you, you came to it. and like you, it was it was a a dear one who was young, was a child essentially. Mm-hmm. So there was all the heartbreak that brought you into mediumship was actually what brought me into mediumship. And I think we're just discovering this kind of right now that we have this in common, that it was a sweetheart child who brought us mm-hmm. into this. For me, it was my nephew who was 14 when he crossed over. I saw him and, you know, we can talk about this more later, but clairvoyance, the, <clears throat> the ability to see is one of my stronger clairs. Mm-mm, that's going deep. That's getting into to, to mediumship 101, but essentially I could see him in a way that you see someone out of the corner of your eye. So I sort of see knew that my nephew was at the funeral and, um, and, you know, I'll tell that whole story at some point, but it was really profound and I had to figure out what to do 
with that information. And also at that same weekend, when I, when I saw him, he started kind of pulling on my ear and asking for me to translate what he was saying to me to his mom, which oh, wow. felt really intimidating and not something I was capable of doing at that moment. But eventually I came to be able to do that and, and realized, and, you know, basically like top, top, top line, top level, realizing that this was so important. Like I, I always say that, that my nephew Mitchell really brought me online because what would be more important than telling the mom of, sorry, I'm going to get emotional, of someone who's crossed over. It's kind of the whole damn point, you know, is to be of service in that way. Sure. Yeah. And what a gift, you know. This probably won't be the only time we cry on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think tears are going to be We're here for it. it. <laughs> yep. Ooh. That's right. So what else are we doing with this podcast, my friend, Sarah? It's just limitless what we can do with this <laughs> podcast. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about all things mediumship and what that implies. I'm excited to talk to experts. I'm excited to talk to other mediums. I'm excited to um, hear other people's stories, how they came online or big aha moments they had through mediumship or how mediumships changed their lives. Um, what about you? What are you excited about? I'm, I'm actually excited to talk about the science of consciousness and how even though the mainstream kind of rejects mediumship, I don't think it oughta and kind of get into why, like what's, what's true about quantum physics and how the science really actually has aligned with, I don't even know what to call us. I don't like to call us woo, but we are woo. What are we? We're yeah. in the metaphysical world and there's such a weird separation between sort of that, that realm of like studying consciousness and angels and guides and all this kind of good stuff and the, the science world. And so I guess my dream come true for this podcast would be to kind of build, build a bridge between the sort of the normal mainstream world that doesn't necessarily align to this and the world that that you have recently entered and I've been in for, for some time of like the magic and the woo and the, and like the incredible things that we have learned are true through synchronicities and signs and powerful body experiences of like energy running and, you know, all this fun stuff that we'll get to talk about. So, so everything you said, plus science. Plus science. Yeah. And I also want, listeners to know that some of the experiences that they've had or they've um, noticed in their own lives could be spirit as well. And the, ex and the excitement that knowing that the possibility is there. Can I share a really quick story before we close this first episode? Of course. Okay. So yesterday, my sweet husband, who is the cutest, was golfing. So I live in Kauai and I know that is an extremely fortunate truth about me. And he knows it too. And he was golfing on this extraordinary golf course. He actually works for the golf course, which is how he has the benefit of being able to, to jump on on a Sunday afternoon. And he felt his dad. He knew his dad was with him. I know. <laughs> and he was looking around. And of course, for anyone who's been to this island or even Hawaii in general, it's pretty much paradise and it is feel like heaven. Like you'll go like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is what heaven feels like. Um, and he just felt his dad and he said, is there, he, so he came home and of course he's married to a medium. <laughs> that should be one of our podcasts, married to a medium and we can bring on the husbands. Um, but oh, yeah. uh, I love that. Right. But um, 
he came home and he goes, do you feel like it's possible that he was actually like with me, with me? Like it was, he said it was almost like he was like, he could like his dad was seeing his world through him. And this is a boy from Chicago guys. Who's like a, you know, grew up Catholic. Oh, that's so great. Isn't it so cute and real? I mean, it was very special. And of course, right then I could pop over and check with Papa Joe who was like, you know, 100%. He's always with Joe and my son when they're golfing. But this was like a little bit more profound because Joe was alone and he could really tune in and he could feel his daddy. So super special. So that's the kind of stuff, right? Oh, that's great. Well, I think we can, I think that's how we can wrap it up. So (laughs) if you are curious, if that's a possibility, then join us next week. Join us next week to see where your curiosity and our curiosity will take us. So with that, curious friends, we'll see you real soon. Medium Curious is made possible by Jane Morgan Editing. Sarah Rathke made the amazing music. And Gigi Hawkins, podcast consulting. Our logo was created by Eric Allen. Kyle Hansen McKee, photography. And the dogs under the desk in Hawaii are Kalea and Domino. And Trixie in California.